When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? We are back. Episode 95 of the Dark Windows podcast. Hi. Wow. It's been a fucking... It's been a, a, a long week. <laughs> eh. That and we're actually recording. We, we kind of... We, we fucked ourselves when we were both out of work on our recording schedule because we were just like, oh, fuck it, we can record on a Monday. And now you're back to work. So we got to record on Sundays. <laughs> But it's not a big deal. We'll figure it out. Yeah, then you'll be back to work. (laughs) Maybe, eventually. You will be. I've been told two to three weeks before I'll know anything. Wow. So, anyway, why don't you uh, yak at us about some headphones? Because you're the headphone guy. You're so good at it. All right. Fine. Some studio headphones. Go check them out. Uh, They are actually running a uh, Mother's Day promo this week. I just saw that. Uh, just to get a little free extra something for your mom for uh, Mother's Day. Whatever you want to get her. A pair of headphones, earbuds. Speaker. Speaker. Whatever. Pretend you like your mom. Go to studio.com. <laughs> like your mom and go to studio.com. Yes. And get her a pair of headphones or earbuds or speaker. Yep. And you can save yourself some money. You know, because if in case you're a cheapskate or you just want to save yourself some money. Hey, saving money's for rich people. Whatever. You, you save yourself some money. Go, put the promo code of DarkWindows15 in to get 15% off your entire purchase. You know, because who doesn't like saving money? I do. Yeah, buddy. So, yeah. Also, DarkWindowsPod.com. We've got links for everything there. we got links for all of our social medias. we got links for our thread list. we got th- links for Patreon. We've even got a link for Studio there. So, if you ever think, you know... Are looking like, where the fuck do I go again? Go to darkwindowspod.com. You'll find it all there. Anyway, Kevin, let's do this shit. Happy Sunday. We kind of need to crack a beer because this one's going to get real fucking weird. What are you drinking this week, by the way? This is going to be like a new segment, apparently. Today's episode is sponsored by... (laughs) Not quite. (laughs) Not quite. I am drinking the Jack Abbey's Craft Lager. It's a... Blood orange. Wheat. You're spilling the shit on my table. It used to be my table. It's mine now. No, it's actually your mother's. <laughs> no, it's not because the one that we bought, we traded her. So it's my table technically. Oh, because she still has the chairs. Yeah, she has the chairs, but she also has the fucking table I wanted, the bitch. Love you, mom. That's not nice. I don't care. Fuck her. She brought you <laughs> into this world. She could take your ass yeah. out. I'll burn her alive. Yeah. Taking my goddamn table. Anyway, what are you drinking? <laughs> I. T- Jesus, you don't listen. I don't, because you're spilling it on my table and you never finish. Shut it. up. I am drinking Jack Abbey's Jack Abbey Blood Orange Wheat. 
It smells fantastic. I don't give a fuck what you think you smell. No, I can smell it from here, and it smells really good. What's yours? Uh, I'm drinking Sea Dog Blue Paw, which is, uh, I don't know, it's a regular beer, but it's got blueberries in it, and it's fucking magic. It's so good. Hmm. It's real good. It smells like spring up in this bitch, and I love it. Not bad. Right? Not bad at all. Mine tastes like a blueberry muffin, but it gets you drunk. Okay, well, now that we're done talking about beer, you want to talk about the Bible? Uh, well, we're not going to talk about the Bible per se. Well, little parts of it. <laughs> little parts of it because it connects. It does. To what we're actually referring to, what actually we're talking about today. It sure does. Which is the... We're talking about the Giant of Kandahar, <laughs> which is, uh, I think, honestly, that one's been kind of on the radar since the time, or right around the time we started the show, where we were like, we need to talk about this. Yeah. Because it's got some, like, military connections. It's got a fucking giant. Mm. It's got, like, some conspiracy shit. So it kind of, like, it checks a bunch of boxes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of our boxes. So, anyway, you want to start off talking, like, some Nephilim shit? Sure. Because I think kind of we should, like, go all the way back to the beginning here. For That's what we're going to do. Well, I mean, it's Nephilim and... Um, Akanakis. Akanakamakanagma. Yeah. Th- those guys. The... The Amanapodes. Same difference. So. The word we're looking for is Anunnaki. Anunnaki. <laughs> yeah, the Anunnaki. Anunnaki and Nephilim, same church, different pew. No, actually. Really? Okay. That is actually not. Well, I'm glad you did some looking into it. I uh, Yeah. I kind of went down the rabbit hole a little bit. I was like. Oh, oh. my friend, I went down a different rabbit hole and it it's real fucking weird. We're going to talk about it when I get well, there because Wow. So, Anunnaki, um, the name actually means offspring of An, okay? And it all derives from uh, the Akkadian, Sumerian, Babylonian, and Assyrian cultures. Okay. All of those. Um, it, but in, like, a lot of things, kind of like um, the Catholic belief system, where... Catholic? Yeah. Catholic? You know, Catholic. Christian? Whatever. All the above. Some might say, they're not the same. Abrahamic, which would cover all three of the big ones? Uh, yeah, you know well, what? We, sh- uh, we should I- go with that, I think. I'll, do, I'll say that. Yeah. Because I think he's like the only like reoccurring character that can like bounce between universes. Yes. So it's like... He's a- like Ryan Reynolds. He can be in DC and Marvel. Except mm-hmm. he's always going to be better in Marvel than he was in DC. <laughs> true. <laughs> true, true, true. Okay, so Abraham is Ryan Reynolds. We got it. Yeah. So, okay, we got that part nailed. So down. Uh, the sons of Abraham, we'll put, we'll put it that way. Uh, the, the religions based around that. Right. So they all believe in the same the thing. The big three. The big. Th- if they were a fucking college, co- like college sports conference. Yes. Yeah. So when I I say Christianity, uh. So the Judeo-Christianity belief system, which also includes uh, Islam, yep. Muslim, whatever, that is just included because they all believe in one central God. All those desert religions. And, and they all go back to the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. But they have different um, teachings and all that good stuff to get to it. And that's essentially what why, – why I mentioned that with the Akkadian, Sumerian, Babylonian, and Assyrian – cultures is because they all refer back to the Anunnaki kind of like a little bit the same, but they change it slightly. 
you know, just ever so slightly. Yeah, fair enough. Now, at one point, the the Anunnaki actually were um, set at like a n- total number of like fifty of them, but then because the Syrians and all of them, they kind of went to war and all that good stuff, and then eventually kind of went settled Babylonian, kind of just it was all kind of like really confusing. Okay. Really, I gotta say, it's kind of uh, like the bitter battling and change and shit like that. Yeah. Re- well, religion in general is confusing as shit sometimes. True. Um, so the the number kind of settles out at seven of them. Okay. So like seven survivors, kind of. No, seven total. Because okay, because we started with fifty, correct? Yeah, yeah. It started kind of like says there's fifty. Well, but there's no real mention of it. But then. It kind of settles out, so there's only seven. Okay. I almost wonder if that's like, uh, I don't know, like your general Bible math where you got people that are living like 300, 400 years. Well. Are we taking into account, in, you know, like Anunnaki inflation here? Or? Well, it's kind of like, you know, the uh, the apostles, you know, this is it seven, right? I believe. I don't know. Matthew, Mark, I've, Luke, John. And Duck. And whatever. <laughs> well, anyway. I, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I have never read the full Bible. I've let, read little snippets here and there, and it's mostly been for this show. Yes. Well, the what it kind of turns out to be is, well, which I was kind of like weird about, and I don't want to get all religious and everything with it, but a lot of what the Judeo-Christian Islam belief systems, they kind of Kind of, sort of derived. Even the Egyptian, um, and let's see what else. Uh, there was another. Oh, uh, uh, Hindu. So a lot of their shit kind of derives back to this, back okay. to back to this kind of thing because they all have something in common, which is the. Um, the Anunnaki, like, center of it, being that, you know, they have something that goes back to, like, the sun. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's what a lot of religions, a lot of religions, like, that's what most, like, scholars, like, of early religions, like, this is what their religion was based on. They took the sun as being their god. Mm. Um, The fuck was that? Uh, 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 Zeitgeist, that movie that we watched, where they talk about, like, the similarities between... um, Oh shit, Jesus and um like some other deities from other different religions where they all have like the same fucking backstory and it's just like different skin on the same playable character kind of. Well, it all those kind of play off of this same same thing, okay? Play off of of this because they were shit that happened that dates back to this. Right? You know, because th- this is this is older than the the Hebrew, older it, the Christian. It would it would almost Islam. go back into like Zoroastrianism, which was like pre-Islamic. No. Yes, Zoro- Zoroaster was fucking much weirder. Right, but it, it still would have had the same kind of stuff going on in it. Well, not really, because Zoroaster was definitely a fucking alien. He he was alien. He was there was no joke about it. Like he's a fucking alien. So that wouldn't connect to the Anunnaki, no. who are also aliens? Well, 
sort of. Okay, but, Giorgio. <laughs> listen, he they they don't. There's no connection from Zoroastrian to all these others. Okay, as far as how that goes, this only only one that could probably possibly possibly it connect with in any of the religions would have to be um uh uh shit i can't think of that um hinduism the, no the ones in uh fucking uh, utah oh the mormons mormons yeah mor- yeah mm. they're sort of the same what about uh scientology no scientology is fucking weird <laughs> it's still based on a fucking alien no it's well, yes. Sort of. Fucking. Know, but it was made up a long time. Zur or whatever the fuck his name is. Zool. Yeah, but it was like made up after fucking guy went nuts. Yeah. And weirdo. Anyway, so seven. It was 57. They cut down to seven. Um, the In Hebrew, Anunnaki uh, means giant uh, race. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they are also known as the shiny ones, which is plays back to, like I said, to Hindu, plays back to the um, Egyptian because they refer to shiny and right. And they, they like they all have like um, the same plays of like a, a bull, you know. Mm-hmm. In the um, Egyptian, there's a bull. Um, in Hindu bull, there's a um, or cow, whichever. Yeah, cows are sacred. Yep. Um, and then also in what was it? Even the uh, Atlanteans actually supposedly worship a bull. It's like, where, well, where does it all come from? You know, because hey, well, this religion that's supposed this this thing that's supposed to be a lot older than all those, and these people that are supposed to be the starters of the of culture, the world that is supposed to be really smart, you know, had a belief and worshipped a, well, a bull. Another another way to look at it is they they may have worshipped this animal because they respected it because of the fact that they had to respect it because it was a food source, mm-hmm. and you have to you know you can't just like shit all over what you're gonna eat, basically. Yeah. I'm sure if you look somewhere, there's some fucking chicken deity somewhere as well. Yeah. Because, I mean... Now, this is... So, the Anunnaki, they're the offspring of An and uh, Antu, A-N-T-U, mm-hmm. um, who are An and Antu. They are the kind of the starters of life on is they both came from the ocean because uh, as everything goes as you do they it all everything derived from the ocean on was um fresh water onto was salt water they split and then you know then they were like oh hey well let's let's create something you know else let's have you know create something other life so then they created the Anunnaki hmm okay um, which means the offspring of On. Yeah, like I said. Now, in this, this is where it kind of like wraps back to the Bible, um, and all in 
to all that. In the book of Enoch, they're yeah. actually mentioned. Um, they're mentioned a they're, lot they're men- in the Bible. They are actually the. They're actually because the the, the known as being shiny. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is what Enoch refers to as. What when he mentions shiny, he means the watchers. Okay, right. And we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get to that. Okay, um, and in the book of Genesis, um, they are the Elohim. Yes. Um, now. Here's some I I had to jot this, I jot this all down because I was like that's kind of interesting. Now uh, Sumer comes from Shumer, which is the land of Watchers, because Sumer was a um, city state. Yeah, in Samaria. Area. Yeah, which is also where uh, you get the term Good Samaritan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Shinar, which was a also a place. <laughs> Was, Sounds like a um, fucking Mortal Kombat character. Yes. <laughs> Shinar wins. Is the place of shining ones. That's what it translates as. El and Elohim is God. Mm-hmm. Elo, uh, Elohim mm-hmm. it stands for gods. Yes. Then there's the A Elohim, which is the the gods. Yep. The plural, which are, refers to as the shining ones. Mm-hmm. Then there's uh, El so the L part of it means shiny. Right. Now, See, this this kind of – I was like, I don't know why they put this in here. We, but we, oh, sorry. Um, old English, there's uh, 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 the elf, the elf, which is A-E-L-F. Mm-hmm. That's that word like A-E thing at the at – the, like where they're connected where you'd get like ethel. Yes. Yeah. Which okay. means shining uh, beginning. Shining, shining being. Fun story. Do you, do you know where how I knew that the word uh, Elohim meant God? Uh, well, I watched a thing about Timothy McVeigh a while ago, and he spent some time, I can't remember what the fuck state it was in, in a place called Elohim City, uh. which was like a white supremacist fucking religious mm-hmm. weirdo collective thing. Hmm. So it's like... Huh. Okay. So I knew I'd heard that word before. Yeah. So now, uh, according to what I, I don't know why, but one of the things I watched actually said that the the Anunnaki have five fingers and one thumb. Ring any bells? Yeah. So I mean, that gives you a total of six. Ring any bells though? Yeah. We're we're gonna be ringing all kinds of fucking bells, my friend. And so yeah, so pretty much like all of it. Like the whole um, the Greek mythology and stuff like that kind of stole. How can I say stole? They all fucking stole from each other. I'm not gonna say stole. Borrowed. No, I think what happened was they had the same teachers. Okay. This this I'm put my conspiracy here. They fucking so transferred I'm, schools. I'm put my fucking hat on here. Okay, that you know tinfoil hat. And kind of saying that I believe that all these things kind of – why they were all the same is because they had a basis in one area and they or they had the same teacher, you know, meaning that some beings or being went there and were like, you know, took a different um, – form stance kind of like the hindu 
where you have all these different um, things happening that correlate back to the on like you know stuff of the Anunnaki and everything that kind of like uh, kind of mixes in kind of says oh hey well that's the same you got the Egyptians that kind of have some stuff that's kind of similar but then you also have you know then you also have stuff like over in um the, like the Mayans and all of them Aztecs some of their stuff is similar to this as well where they have okay, so they, they believe in they believe in the uh, sun god and a god you know this- a, per- a perfect example of what we're going you're getting at here is dragons where cultures from every corner of the fucking world that could have never ever had any possibility of communicating with each other mm-hmm. all have the same story about a fucking fire breathing lizard of some sort yeah which kind of like we've had this talk before with my theory on that whole thing where mm-hmm. like when the flood happened because there, there's actual scientific proof that there was a giant flood, like, millions of fucking years ago, like, when people still were already here, that survivors from different areas could, like, kind of all congregated in one area well, and the, traded stories. But the, there's a flood myth that's older than all of the the main religion flood myths. Yes, I know. That's which, what I'm saying. Which is the flood myth of the, the Babylonian, Sumerian, stuff like that, which yes. is older. It's actually much older than the Bible flood myth. Yep. Or flood story, I should say, not myth. Flood story. Um, the Hindu flood story. The whatever. Any any other. That's what I'm saying. That are possible. Is something actually happened? And these people from different areas that were mm-hmm. that survived somehow congregated together and possibly traded stories. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I, I kind of, you know, float back that, you know, the Anunnaki, they were in the Bible. Yeah. Which people think that, you know, well, hey, they weren't. Well, they actually are, and they are, you know, we had this discussion, you know, Anunnaki and um, Nephilim, are they the same? I believe that the Anunnaki and Nephilim are the same. Yeah. If not, they're real fucking similar. Yeah. But, I mean, Anunnaki in the case of this, they're the same because the Anunnaki are the parents of the Nephilim. Because they're the Watchers. So the Anunnaki would have been angels then. If we're going down that story. Yeah. Story or whatever path. you want to yeah. say, they're divine beings, right? Um, yeah, because uh, in well, one of the passages I found, which is from uh, Numbers thirteen thirty three, says, "quote We saw the Nephilim; there, the descendants of Anak come from the Nephilim. Mm-hmm. We seemed like grasshoppers in our eyes, and we looked the same to them." And then you go on to Enoch. You know, he says uh, in chapter 7, verse 12, these Nephilim slash giants devour all which the labor of man produced until it became impossible to feed them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of just kind of goes on. I mean, there's different things. We actually, you actually have some more. Yeah, I've, I've got a couple of, I've got Genesis 1 through 6 that I'm going to read because that's pretty, pretty pertinent to what we're doing here. Yeah, I mean. It's just, 
it, it just just kind of shows that you know you know when you do the research into it you're kind of like oh hey but you know if you, i don't know do you want to say any more on the the nephilim or oh yeah i'm gonna read i'm gonna read genesis uh one through six yeah go ahead um which is kind of, i'm sorry it's actually one through eight technically well, one through seven, sorry, because eight, number eight doesn't make any sense for what we're going at here. Um, and the only reason why we're reading these verses and chapter chapter and verses is just because they correlate to what we're right. talking about, and right. they correlate back to the giant of Kandahar. Um, because I think we're actually going to be playing a clip. I'm going to play a. It's about a ten minute or so clip from a a, a documentary. Yeah. Um, and it's got some like. You think we're going down rabbit holes now? Like, there's some other shit in here that's like, wait a minute, what the fuck is going on here for reals? Yeah, and it kind of when they just, I must say this when they uh, just keep this in mind when they describe the um, the beast of Kandahar, the giant, whatever, mm-hmm. and they describe what it looks like and the number of of uh, digits it has. Not even just digits, though, the teeth too. Well, I'm saying digits because you'll hear six fingers and a thumb. Well, five fingers and a thumb. Six total on well, each. Five hand. fingers and a yeah. five fingers and a thumb. Well, what has five fingers and a thumb? Also, that I just mentioned. Yeah. Um, the and when you Anunnaki, when we get into the description of the giant itself, it kind of it leads you down a different path because you have. An almost identical description from Native Americans of giant red-headed people with six digits and two rows of teeth that they went to war with as well. So, like I said, did the fucking I, I, I highly, highly doubt that there was like a single fucking Cherokee that's like, hey, I'm going to go to this Jerusalem place, but I'm going to go there in my birchwood kayak or whatever. Didn't happen. They had no fucking connection, but you know it does. Ha- but the thing is, just because it doesn't have, you know, they don't have a connection via, um, like walking distance or whatever. It's, it's kind of like the same back to it. There's a story. There's something in the back story that connects them, right? Which I mean, are these giants? Are they the Nephilim, which are the, the the kids the of the Watchers, as you know, as they say in the Bible, because that's what they refer to them as the Watchers. They're the they're actually the. Let, let's get into that later when we get, like get our like our wrap up shit going on. Okay. Because like right here, like well, let's go. The, we need to like th- that conversation needs to happen. But um, okay. So we just talked. You just talked about the the Anunnaki. Um, so we're going to talk about the Nephilim, which are, again, same team, different fucking jersey, basically. Yeah, and I just gave, I, I just gave some, some you know, just kind of introduction of, you know, the Nephilim, as far as, like, from Numbers and Enoch. Right. There was one more from Enoch that, you know, he kind of, which is, if you don't know, Enoch is actually not part of the Bible. No. It actually, he was like an, he was a... a, a it, it was. Yeah, it, it didn't it was, make the it, cut, though. It was thrown out during... Uh, um, what the hell were those called? Uh, it was apocryphal. Yes. It was during the apocryphal. They, they kind of like... They, the What is it? The Court of Nicaea or something like that. Yeah. They actually went and they were like, okay, well, let's see here. 
what do we want to keep in? What do we not want to keep in? It's and basically like when they were editing the Bible, they're like, we don't really need this one in here. <laughs> or it was, hey, this is something. This is some shit. This is not what we want to talk, have them talk, have the Bible be about. Yeah. We don't want people to be like, wait a minute. What the hell are you talking about? You know, and we can't have something this exciting early on because the end of it is fucking metal as shit. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I'm going to read Genesis six, uh, one through seven. Um, when human beings began to increase in number on the earth and daughters were born unto them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful and they married any of them they chose by married. I don't think they meant like had a ceremony. Then the Lord said, my spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. Their days will be 120 years. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them. They were the heroes of old, men of renown. Okay, so now I'll, I want to stop right there mm-hmm. because you mentioned that. All right, now in the Sumer, Babylonian, all that stuff, backstory... The um, Anunnaki, okay, they were this, like I mentioned, daughter, the son, and you know, they, they were the offshoot of On and that. Um, now, as it goes down the line, the next set of them actually wanted to create something because they, they were the gods. Well, they wanted to have something that. Um, did work for them or whatever. So, according to their thing, they actually made man. Okay? And it went down through. Well, they must have got bored. And then they had children with man. Because, according to Enoch, they're the watchers. Which is basically... It's kind of like what, you're, what you referenced, which was, you know... Hey, these watchers, these, you know, God's children, the mm-hmm. God's... Which it kind of correlates back to the Anunnaki. Yep. They had relations with their creations. I dare say carnal relations. Yeah. <laughs> they was fucking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on earth and that every inclination of their thoughts of the human heart uh, was only evil all the time. The Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth and his heart was deeply troubled. So the Lord said, I will wipe from the face of the earth the human race I have created and with them the animals, the birds, the creatures that move along the ground, for I regret that I have made all of them. So that is where you get your flood because I don't like what I made because what I made isn't doing what I thought it was going to do. So I'm going to pull the plug in this experiment and flood the bitch. See what happens. Which is different from the um, kind of like the original origin story, which never, you know, the God never said pull the plug. Right. They just said, hey, we're not, you know, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve are supposed to live forever, you know, according to the Bible. Well, curiosity got the best. They took off. Adam, Eve, you know, they had uh, their kids. Uh, they had a few, most notably Cain and Abel. Yeah, but Cain and Abel. There was uh, there was other ones. But 
And then there was also Lilith in there, who's the mother of demons, who was actually the woman that he was with before he met Eve, if I remember correctly. Well, Adam and Eve were made from, you know, one was rib, one was whatever. Anyway, the uh, they this is where they kind of, the origin stories differ, which you're going to. Because, yep. I mean, the origin story of the Babylonian Assyrians and blah, 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 they don't do away with humans because, well, humans are our, their, their pets, their, their creations. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do away with them. They do our bidding. We, well, we, it, they worship us. It's kind of like if you look into um, like the Norse religion, where at the tail end of Ragnarok, once everything's over, the first man that reemerged was named Adam. And he lived in a garden. So it's like Christianity, the prequel. (laughs) (laughs) Except the prequel is way more badass because there's fucking giants and there's a dude with a badass hammer and there's fucking horses with eight legs. Yeah. Yeah. For once, the prequel was better than the original. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's, I mean, I I, I hate to keep going back and forth, but it's, there's correlation between them. Right. You know. And okay, this is you want you're talking about rabbit holes before. The one of the people that I listened to a show on, I listened to him, he was on. He is a hardcore creationist. Mm-hmm. He said that the Nephilim um producing with humans is where you get the stories of giants, where you get the stories of Bigfoot, all this, that, the other thing. He also says, and I believe this is in the Bible, and I just kind of didn't get it in here. Um, the Nephilim actually, as he said, defiled all the creatures of the earth, including, you know, birds and fucking mammals and this, that, the other. And that's where you get dinosaurs from. It's from reptiles breeding with these giants. Hmm. And then they turned into, you know. Yeah. I don't I, know. Th- that rabbit hole continues and we will keep going down to here eventually because shit gets real wild. Yeah. I mean, so. And, and uh, according to Enoch. In chapter 7, verse, verses 13 through 14, he quotes that they turned themselves against man in order to devour them and then and began to injure birds, beasts, reptiles, and fishes to eat their flesh one after another and to drink their blood. So this is kind of like where creation, the... The kids of the of the of uh the Anunnaki kind of turn right, you know, against their their creators and are like, you know, yeah. or they're against their their mother and father, kind of like anything out in the world. Any like, you know, you get the creation story of Zeus. This, this is when they have their "you're not my real dad" moment. Yeah, well, <laughs> you got to like the 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 Olympians. Yeah, you know, well, Zeus, the Titans before them. Yeah. Zeus and his his siblings turned against their parents mm-hmm. and kill and killed them or enslaved them, whichever it was. Either or, yeah, killed them. You know, just did away with them because, well, hey, they didn't like their ideas. Yeah, um, and like while we're we're while we're on the the Bible with all of this, um, there was what the hell is it? There's like thirty plus different tribes of giants that are named in the Bible, including like the Canaanites would be uh, one of the races of giants. Um, And there was a, I mean, if you look through the Bible, there is, what do we got here? One, two, 
there's around 20 giants that are mentioned by name mm-hmm. in the Bible, including obviously like Goliath, uh, Bielseth, Gog, and oh boy, Magog, Gog Magog. Yep. <laughs> which is just like. Uh, Magog and Magog. Gog and Magog. Yeah, Gog yes. and Magog. They're the. Now, um, yeah, aren't they two separate? Yes. Giants, the Gog and Magog? Yes. Because. Uh, yeah, N- Nimrod uh, is named as a giant as well, who was also, I believe, Gilgamesh, who's a, a giant too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and there's also the repeat. Uh, there's another race of giants that's not that is also mentioned in the Bible. That I don't know if you saw that. It was the prob. I, uh, uh, Rephim, R E P H A I M. Rephim, kind of Ref, maybe. Rephim. Yeah, they're the, another race of giants. But according to what I saw, Goliath was not a Nephilim. No, he was a Canaanite. Yeah, well, he, well, but he wasn't a Nephilim, though. No, no, he was uh, a child. Uh, he would have been, like, the child of a Nephilim, mm-hmm. which still would have made him a giant. But lest, uh, I, guess. I don't know, because a lot of the stuff that I read described the Nephilim as being, like, oh, shit, as being, like, bestial, like, more beast than man. So when they reproduced with humans, their offspring would have been more... Still, obviously, huge, but more human. Well, yeah, 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 because they're supposed to be the giants and whatever. Because you know, I mean, your your uh, your aunt, your mother and father, or father and mother, whatever. You know, one's a human, one's um, a watcher, angel, Anunnaki, whatever you want to call them. Fish person, fish person, <laughs> mountain goat. I don't know, whatever. You know, just all kind of, you know, well, what happens when you breathe? Genetics kind of, happen. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, the, um, when uh, certain, like you get, it turns out when you get kind of like the, uh, I'm trying to think of your um, Greek, um, Medusa. You right. Get, uh, well, Medusa really wasn't because Medusa was just cursed because she was beautiful and she... Oh, you're talking about, like, the weird shit that happened when like the gods Minotaur, fucked people. But Minotaur. Yeah. And stuff like that. I mean, there, of course, was also a theory of that, that they actually really aren't. Um, they were just a... Um, uh, a genetic... Um, a genetic manipulation, kind of? Yes. Yeah, because that's yeah. where you get, like, your chimeras and shit from. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean... That's if you want to go into the alien shit and mix it with Greek mythology. Yeah, I don't want to. And I mean, let's get back to that's your, a bunch uh, of fucking hummus and yogurt right there that that's true. I'm totally cool with, but just not right now. But let's get back to your uh, Genesis stuff. I, I, I just finished up everything with Genesis. Um, oh, I I did see a couple of things in the Book of Giants where um, a couple of different one different giants, uh, one by the name of Oa uh, Oya, uh, has a dream where he says. I saw a tree uprooted except for three of its roots. Well, I was, well, I was as it, oh, fucking Bible words, man. Well, I wa- was, as it were watching, moved all the roots into the garden, but not the three. So he had questions about what this dream meant. And he was basically told, 
you need to go find Enoch. And when he realized Enoch was no longer on the planet, mm. he flew to space mm-hmm. to find Enoch. So again, that kind of leads you into your whole, yeah. you know, did he go to heaven? Did he go to a fucking spacecraft? Who knows? Well, supposedly, I mean, Enoch was invited to go aboard the gods' um, craft to go see other things. And apparently Enoch is like one of two people in the Bible that never died. So. Yeah, and how. Maybe he came here from some elsewhere place. And, and I guess according to the Bible, what how God, or the, uh, the God, um, actually deals with the Nephilim and all this evilness and all this bad shit they're doing, he, how he punishes them. He sends down Archangel Gabriel. Now, Gabriel's not Michael. No. He's not like, ha ha, motherfuckers, wield out my sword. I'm going to slice and fucking he's, smash. He's, and... Gabriel, <laughs> Gabriel is, uh, well, kill them all, let God sort them out. No. Oh, I'm sorry, it's Michael. It's Michael. Yeah, Michael is the kill them all, let God sort them out. Gabriel's like, hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> why don't we, like, talk this out before Actually, I got to fucking kill y'all. Gabriel's more like this. Hey, so, Johnny, did you hear that little Susie over there? Did you hear? Are you trying to tell me Gabriel was a gossip? <laughs> yes, to start shit. Ah, so he was like, he was listen, a dick. they are loved more. That, those motherfuckers over there, that little group, they are loved more. They're, they're loved more by God, okay? And or they all they did this or did that. Then kind of went over to this one and said, "Oh yeah, well, did you hear this about them?" So he got them fighting amongst each other because he's like, "I'm gonna use my." He's a shitster. Yeah, he's like. Then he goes back up. He's like, "Fool, Michael, some shit is going on down there. Do you still have your uh, your sword that like does the thing where like (laughs) oh you do like the fire one? Yeah, you should fucking bring that down there because shit's getting real." Yeah, I mean, doesn't you know? Doesn't do anything, but he's just like, eh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just you know stir the pot, and I'm gonna sit back and go, ha, 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 look at you. So how is Gabriel not a bad guy then? He is a bad guy. He's an asshole. Yeah, but he's not because he's clearly still an angel. But he's act well. He's not an asshole because he's act- acting on the orders from God. So God's an asshole. Maybe, possibly. I'm so confused. You know... Anyway, let's talk about some real shit that actually happened. Well, supposedly. But before we get too far, we're going to take our quick break here and come back. And now we're going to get into the meat and taters of this whole thing. Like, the whole reason y'all turned... Like, you guys... Y'all turned... The the reason you guys downloaded this shit in the first place. Um, Maybe they just downloaded it because they fucking were like, hey... Maybe they're just like... They're me where they just download it because it pops up and you're like, I got to do it so the numbers look good. (laughs) Or or it's, it's, hey, look... There's another episode. Wow. What hey. are these fucking ding-dongs talking about this week? <laughs> What's the algorithm? I was going to call us dildos, but I was like, eh, maybe not. Well, are we dildos? We no. might be dildos. Anyway, let's take a yeah, break. Yeah, let's take our we'll break, and we'll come back, and uh, we're going to talk for a couple seconds, and then we're going to play a video clip. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Meta Human Affairs. This one is a story 
about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg, but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now okay so a gentleman by the name of steve quayle who i listened to (laughs) no okay I listened to this dude on a show. Um, I don't remember the name of it, but he was talking about all kinds of different stuff. Uh, he mentions that he mentions the Nephilim. Mm-hmm. He also mentions the fact that uh, AI is a bad thing, but not for the reasons that I think it is. AI is a bad thing because you're creating a conscious body, but you're not putting a conscience into it so they can become demon possessed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He's, He's a very smart man. Yeah. Smart, stupid. No, not even that. He's very smart. He knows what he's talking about. Okay. But he's also... I don't know the nicest way to put it other than really religious, which there's nothing wrong with. But he... um, He mixes the two a lot. Where he's like, this is what's going on, and it's not because the government is a, a piece of shit. This is going on because we're coming to the end of days. And this has to happen because it was foretold in the Bible so that everybody can die except the good people that get to stay here. So it's... Okay. It, I mean, it's interesting to listen to, but at the same time, you're kind of like, this guy's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Like... Alex Jones, if he went to Bible school, crazy. Alex Jones is super religious. You know that. Yeah, no, like this guy makes like this dude is like. So he's the he's the far, he's a um a left or right or he's kind of like a more left of Alex Jones as far as like uh no because he government believes- is not as far as government is not the reason for all this stuff happening. He's the opposite. He's the opposite spectrum where it's. No, it's the reason for all this stuff is happening is because it goes to the the teachings of the Bible, which is hey, it's just the end of days. Well, he he's I don't think he's even super political because from what I listen to, he thinks that everybody's wrong. Doesn't matter what side you butter your fucking bread on. Well, that's fine. You're Thanks. wrong. Okay, and it's because you're evil. Oh, well, fine. Like it like it, that, it gets interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't give Son a of shit. a bitch, like, some of the shit is, like, <laughs> uh, what the fuck was the other thing he did? Oh, yeah, the, the killer sex robots and dildotronics, which are, like, weaponized sex toys that are uh-huh. designed. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm interested now. And then you keep, like, uh, it, it was fucking, it was something uh-huh. else. Um, anyway, he... Spoke of he uh, he did a show. He has a show called Coast to Coast, and it's not Coast to Coast AM because that was the first uh-huh. thing that I thought it was like, when the fuck did George Norrie quit? So the events that he talks about happened sometime in 2002 in Afghanistan, in the uh, Kandahar province, and um, 
I, honestly, I think the best thing to do here is just to play the video clip. And I wanted to uh, preempt that by saying that the clip is from a YouTube video, which is taken from uh, a documentary that a um, gentleman by the name of L.A. Marzulli did called Watchers 10. Watchers 10 DNA. Yes. Sorry. Which which I tried to watch, but you can't. you got to pay like $37 and get it shipped to you by DVD. Uh, that's why I just watched the little snippets that I could on, on YouTube. Where it's I, like, Yeah. I mean, I watched his little uh, – actually, I, I, I watched his um, – he has a little, another little show. I can't think of what it's called, but it was on YouTube. Oh, uh, yeah. Where he actually talks a, talks a little bit about um, about it. And kind of gives a little bit of a, the clips, and then he has George Norrie come on. Yeah, and um, so I might I might play the the video clip in two parts so that we can kind of break it down mm-hmm. and talk about it in different, you know. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm we're gonna shut up now, and we're gonna play that for you. You were in Afghanistan in 2002, and you were called into a very remote section of Afghanistan because a patrol. Um, had basically gone missing. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And there's no well, villages around, around nothing. for miles. Right. So very, very remote. remote. Yeah, very remote. So we flew in. It's about four clicks, kilometers. We're hiking through the same area where they were supposed to make one of their checkpoints, you know, one of their rally points. And before we left, there was all kinds of what happened with the ambush. But that was even odd because at point of ambush, you call for maybe close air support or something. Okay. There was no calls made. You just off the, off the bridge. So we're coming down a, a mountainside, and it was a nice, nice path, a goat path. As we bent around this corner, you could see this opening of the cave. There's a cave. If we're coming around, and then I see there's a lot of rocks, which is another oddity, and then bone matter. When I'm not close enough to identify what kind of bones, but I did see something I knew was a piece of our communications equipment. So instantly, we're thinking ambush, maybe animal. You know, it could be anything. And there was enough room in front of this cave, but it had a sheer drop-off. But there was enough room that we actually got into a decent dispersal in case of ambush. You see something coming out of the cave, and it's moving with a speed and agility that catches you off guard. Everybody. Everybody. And he comes out. It was a man at least 12 to 15 feet. This is a monster. Red beard. Then his hair was longish, past the shoulder, a scarlet red, and Dan runs at him and starts shooting, which broke all of us into the reality, because it was so real. Now, now your training is kicking. Oh yeah, okay. muscle memory, complete muscle. While Dan is moving at him, another bro of mine's laying down fire, and I start firing. He skewers Dan. He's now got him on this pike. They went through, and he's still got him. And he's coming after more. We all just clicked in. I don't know what it was, but I remember we're all like, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. Weapons components were in force. We had 308s. And we had Barracuda's. This is sounding longer than it took. We're talking 30 seconds. And he's taking multiple hits. And he's still moving. He talked about this giant being 1,100 pounds, anywhere from 10 to 15 feet long, uh, and it was killed. It was uh, apparently shot uh, somewhere in a cave in Afghanistan 
Uh, and uh, But before it was shot, it lunged at uh, several of our troops, our soldiers, and may have even gorged somebody. Uh, it was just a bizarre, bizarre story. And it just sounds like the Nephilim from the Bible, doesn't well, I, it? I, we, that's why we're so fascinated by this. Unfortunate that uh, he had to attack our soldiers rather than uh, be somewhat peaceful. But uh, I guess that comes with the, uh, with the territory. Dan was dead. Okay. And uh, why is a good man, probably one of the best men I know, now dead? Before I'd left, they were already starting what they call a nine line, which is a medevac request. They're sending out a medevac request, then all of a sudden it's not a medevac request. All of a sudden we had a helicopter show up because, like I told you, it was a large precipice and a sheer drop. So the helicopter just came up from the drop. They had dropped netting, which is like uh, cargo netting. It's like squares. We were told we had to bundle him up. And we get another bigger helicopter, but it's almost like a jolly green giant used to look back in the day that could get, you know, through this area. Because the mountains, you got to remember, Chinooks could only go in certain places because they had enough lift. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we got him on there. The thing was too big. We couldn't move it. It smelled worse than a skunk. A corpse that's been around for a while. Really fell. Oh, it was like a combination because of the, how do you put that, the persistence of a skunk smell. But once the helicopter came in, dropped its little hook, and off he goes. The communication was sent out. We had a very large possible human creature. There you are in the, the hills of Afghanistan. Uh, how many troop members are you with? We had uh, six on my crew. And uh, when we say hills of Afghanistan, uh, for us, we did not fly into the wilderness. We actually flew into a base. Uh, I guess this thing was transloaded out of the uh, mountains by a CH-47. What I could see that it did have the six fingers. I remember taking my foot up and placing it up next to its foot, and it was extremely large. We estimated at about 12 feet, give or take. Uh, what I can tell you is the weight of the thing, basically, it was approximately 1,500 pounds when it was getting on the aircraft. Now, if you take away the pallet weight and all the rigging that we had to uh, hold this thing down, we figured it was around uh, 1,100 pounds. Of course we're upset. That's a given. Okay. We lost a very good guy. But add to that, <clears throat> you're discussing something that even in our after-action report, they're saying, rewrite it. And we had to rewrite it the way they wanted. How, how many fingers? Six, oh, six, 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 six toes, six, six toes. And the nails were weird because if you see somebody that ever has, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's like, like a fungus, on, fungus the on the nails, how they get pointy and they're like gnarly, that's what they look like. Okay, so what do you make of that? Well, I've got some questions. <laughs> I I, uh, I kind of had three, uh, a few things that I kind of was like, that shot right out to me that I was like, uh, okay, that kind of questioned it a little bit. Um, the first one was, um, the whole. Uh, well, I I don't know if actually he talked about it. Because I don't know if he, I don't know if he actually you know, said it in there, 
in it. Um, but they're, the reason why they went out there, if you didn't hear it, was because there was a, a unit that was supposed to check in. Yes, they missed ne- a checkpoint. They never checked in, so they went out and looking for them. Um, but my first thing was some one of the guys just doesn't break you know, out and go charging up to something. They stand their ground and they stay as a team. Because you don't, you know, you don't go rushing off. It's, okay. it's called discipline, right? No, I, I, I can, I agree with you. But devil's advocate, you're used to fighting people. If this thing is for fucking real, you're fighting a monster. You are not trained for this. But you're still, as the guy says, the um, the Mus- pull, muscle, muscle memory, muscle memory just kicks in. Well, uh. Your whole training is kicked in. You are out on a mission. You do not break rank. You do not just get up and get the hell going after something just because, well, hey, you know, I saw bones or something. You know, you don't. He didn't charge until after he saw it. Yeah, but you're not going to charge something that's huge. How do you know? Like, dude, if this is real and this dude freaked the fuck out, which is completely plausible in my, my opinion. Yeah. that you'd be like, oh, fuck, uh, I got to kill this fucking thing now. But you're not going to freak out and run towards it. You're going to freak out and run away from it, or you're going to tell everybody else to open fire. But uh, another reasoning is, I I'm not, I don't remember if you mentioned it in there, but in it might be later on in the, the video clip, he does mention that they were, the cave was, you know, obviously into the mountain, but just behind them was a very steep drop yeah. off. So you don't really have much room to retreat. No. So you fight towards it. But, like I said, you know, listen to everything that my father and my brother always, you know, talked about because they were in the military. Always said, you know, said, you, you're a unit. And you don't break rank or to do whatever. You know, you, you don't go rushing off or your brothers. I mean, you, you go, you're out in the shit. You're doing the stuff. You know, somebody's not gonna just you know fly up to something that's huge like that. You're gonna you're gonna say open fire, and you're gonna start shooting. I mean, unless he got it wrong and the guy was told by his CO to go check this out, which is actually which seems more plausible. Right. He was told to go. Okay. If if he was hey, on point, say hey, you go hey, check out the front yeah, of the cave. Yeah, you're on point. Go. You know, Jones or whatever his name was. Dan. Dan. Of course, you wouldn't say Dan. You'd say no. The, well, the, he just gave the guy co- he gave the guy a code name, so yeah. we'll call him Dan. Yeah. Go check this out. And he's you know, and this guy's misremembering how it was. He didn't charge it. He was just told, which is completely possible to misremember something like this. I yeah, mean, it's true. You saw a fucking giant. But what's bigger than that? To me, is the rifle the weapon selection. Right. I, that's where I had some questions, too, where I was like, okay, you got your M4s, sure. Uh-huh. Uh, 308s, so maybe somebody's got like an AR-10-style rifle where you get a little bit more ass behind it. Um, eh. And fifty caliber Berettas, eh. which, whatever. I was never in the military. I'm sure someone out Barrett. there listening. Fifty caliber. You know, you're, you're, I know Those fuckers are heavy. I've picked one up before. You're going to carry a fifty caliber Barrett out on a patrol. I highly fucking right. doubt it. And like I said, I've never been in the military. I am v- fairly familiar with firearms for the most part. Um, 
my question that I came up with here was why didn't they have a support gunner? Like somebody with like a, a saw, like a, yeah, like a, a two forty nine, like a belt fed, like yeah. a, you know, yeah. something like that, where you would think that if you're sending these people out on a potential rescue mission, you're going to want something that can put a lot of fucking lead downrange in a quick fashion to keep people suppressed so that you can move yes. and maneuver and, and pick it, your angles and get ready to and you know three, fight back. And, and that 308 round was probably somebody with a, a, a smaller sniper rifle. Right. Like a, almost like a, a like a, a, a fuck. Some bolt action. Like, yeah, like an know. AR-10 style or like, a, yeah, something like that where you have like a semi-automatic yeah. AR platform. So it's it's a smaller you know smaller right. sniper rifle, not a Barrett because you're not going to. It's carry. more more what they would classify, I think, as a marksman rifle. Yes. Instead of a sniper rifle. Well, you're doing like short to mid range, accurate. Well, three hundred eight can reach reach. Right, right, right. No, I, no, I'm not talking about the round. I'm talking about the rifle itself. Something shorter than a than a, a fifty cal because those are those are that's a well, beefy rifle. Yeah, but if it's a Remington seven hundred, something like yeah, that, it, something you know, like the size still, of a hunting rifle, basically, it can still reach out. Right, exactly. Um, but you're not going to want to carry a Barrett because a Barrett's just they're fucking heavy. It's a it's a kind of a heavy. They're, they're cumbersome. Yeah. Um, and yeah, same thing. In a, why don't you have a saw? Two forty nine. You know, I mean, come on. Um. The other thing that I found really, really interesting, obviously, aside from the six digits on each hand and foot, the two rows of teeth, the bright red hair and beard, which you hear in giant stories from everywhere, um, uh, like the, the mound builders, like in the United States where you had like uh, the Lovelock Caves with the giants where they smoked them out in the in the cave there. Those were all being described as giant red-haired, red-bearded people that had this, you know, had the six fingers, six toes, two rows of teeth. Um, I, I've got a, um, fuck, what's it called? I've got a book called Giants on Record, and that's just from the United States, like all the giant skeletons they found, yep. and 90% of them find two rows of teeth. So it's very, very common with these giant stories to have that. Um, it, so the other thing that I found interesting was the smell, because I think you and I kind of went to the same place when he mentioned the smell of it, just smelling like decaying meat and just nasty, like skunk. unwashed skunk. Yeah, we kind of went the same direction there, and I think we both agreed. Bigfoot, right? <laughs> yeah. Big, Bigfoot are always reported as being stinky. You know? Yeah, I mean, and 12 feet tall yeah. is, is a... It's not out of the ordinary to hear 12 foot tall. No, twelve foot is that actual a rather large uh, alpha male yeah. from the uh, the north northwest. Yeah, I mean that's what you know. Some of them are reported as taller than that, right? Yeah, um, and twelve hundred pounds, what or whatever you said, eleven hundred, eleven hundred pounds. Yeah, that's not out of the you know. No, because I mean, if it. you if you think about it, if this thing is legitimately fifteen feet tall. It would have to weigh somewhere in the neighborhood of, like, over a thousand pounds. Well, they said twelve. I mean, but I mean, because it's because it's he said. Well, they said twelve to fifteen. So you had some varying reports, but it's within three feet. It doesn't matter. It's still fucking huge. Um, but I mean, you you would have to have that much weight because if not, you're just a beanpole. And most of the time, when you look at something size wise, the taller it is, the bigger it is. 
Well, bigger boned. Right. That's what the... Unless you're like Yao Ming, who was like eight feet tall and weighed like 180 pounds. But he might have been an alien. Or Sean Bradley, I'm sorry. It's the one I'm thinking of. Sean Bradley. Well, both Yao Ming and Sean Bradley. But technically, Sean Bradley was an alien in Space Jam. True. He was the big green one. The big green dumb one. True. Yep. Or, I'm sorry, blue. He was blue. I don't know. Yeah. I watched it on Netflix the other night. It was fucking <laughs> awesome. Um, so there is another half of this video clip that we're going to play. This is from a different person that was interviewed for it. Um, the second person was actually uh, L.A. Marzulli's driver, who was also in Afghanistan, but he was over there afterwards. Uh-huh. And they were still hearing stories of this thing being killed. And I have something to add after the fact. Oh, I'm sure you do. Yes. So let's listen to it quick. I think uh, here's, here's my personal opinion. My personal opinion is if it points that the Bible's accurate, they don't want it. Uh, if it goes against Darwinian evolution, it's not to be spoken of. So you're out in the boonies, running around, looking for high-value targets? Correct. Okay. And we're doing those operations, and uh, as we're getting into firefights, we're getting into different uh, scrimmages, you want to put it that way, we would come back to the base, and we started hearing this rumor about a unit that killed uh, this, what they started calling this really tall person. At first, I didn't think anything of it, and come to find out that the uh, person that they killed actually was three times the size of a man, had extra digits on their hand and digits on their feet, and had red hair, and uh, a special unit had come in and wanted this uh, target. Well, we'd heard that they were had killed this thing inside a cave, or the mouth of a cave, and uh, it was common knowledge among the military to hear this. And when you say common knowledge, what do you mean? I mean, how does that work? Years later, to come to find out when I had returned from Afghanistan and had met other uh, military members that had not been there in the operations with me, uh, if you would bring up the giant of Kandahar, they knew about it. When you first hear it, you're thinking, like, this is uh, this has got to be a joke. This has got to be a hoax. But then after things go down a certain way and you keep hearing it, you start to realize it's, it's not a joke. They kept telling us to keep our, our weapons high which means normally it's two to the chest, one to the head, but they kept telling us to put it towards a man's head and put it higher. So we would question why do they want us to shoot higher than a man's That's head? That's bizarre. So it is. Our contact said 2002 is when they had they shot this this 15 footer or taller. And you're now in, in, in this, you know, in the service around 2005. This word has gotten out. And what I find interesting here too is that if you're going to create a hoax, I get that. But you've got details. Six fingers, red hair, double rows of teeth, six digits on the toes. And, of course, that brings it right back into what we hear about in the biblical prophetic narrative, specifically the Nephilim. Your thoughts? I, I agree. Uh, I will tell you that uh, when I was doing my time in the service, and the stuff I saw, some of it I couldn't uh, explain like lights in the sky during firefights, like orbs or uh, lights that be the size of a, a softball that look that size looking up in the sky but making weird noises. And, and even going to Iraq myself and, and being near Haditha Dam and knowing, seeing the prisoners underneath the, the, the dam and the prisoners would scream and there'd be this awful feeling underneath the dam and then later finding out in the Bible that um, angels locked underneath there were talks about. And this Haditha Dam is the Euphrates. Is Euphrates, and correct. And an angel supposedly locked underneath the Euphrates. Correct. Which is released in the book of Revelation. Correct. 
that's bizarre. So you're actually at this site, and soldiers are being locked in prison underneath the Haditha Dam, Correct. and they're freaking out. And they're freaking out. They said they could feel it. In fact, the uh, people who would guard them would... Uh, they would draw straws to see who would actually take them. No one, no one wanted to go down. Nobody wants to go down. Going back to Afghanistan, we would hear these things. We would hear the locals talk about rumors of these giants. What would the locals say? How would they talk about it? They say that they lived in the caves and they would eat people. And uh, They were cannibals. They were cannibals. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's the that's the second part of uh, yeah of that. And like we said, this was him talking to his driver who was there in 2005 instead of 2002. So he was yes. there a little bit afterwards. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean, it almost makes you wonder: Did it actually something actually happen? Because if these stories are still floating around there, a couple two three years later, people are still talking about it. I mean, I know that you now the guys in the military are you know some of them can be like notorious jokesters and shit like that. But what? Why would you joke about that? Why would you make something like that up? Where would you even come up with the details for that if you had no? prior knowledge of you know giants like that yeah i mean but same time i i i uh <laughs> i actually after hearing this i actually went and called my brother up um my brother was in afghanistan actually the year after this guy yeah it's 2006 right yeah and he said, I said, did you ever hear anything about this? He said, no. I was, But he was never, he wasn't near Kandahar. Right. He was actually above it. But I said, still, did you hear anything about it? No. I didn't hear a single thing about this. So then today, it must have been bugging him because he actually called up one of his buddies. Really? Who, yeah, who was actually um, in Afghanistan as well. But he was in the southern half of Afghanistan, which Kandahar is. Yeah, like it, Kandahar is kind of like in the middle, right? I uh, maybe. Hold on, let me, but uh, I got to pull it up because it's not. But he was. Fucking up. This guy was down further south, I guess. Um, and he asked him, "Hey, my brother's doing a podcast, and he's covering, um, this this thing. Did you possibly hear anything about this?" And he said, "No." Okay, so Kandahar is kind of. The southeast section yeah. of um, of Afghanistan. It's southeast of Kabul, and uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like in the southeast corner, down towards Pakistan almost. Yep. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know, you know, I mean, because. But it's a big area. I mean, it, oh, it's fucking huge. Just just because you're in the military doesn't mean that you're gonna know everything. Exactly, and you don't know everybody yeah. just because you're in the same country. Yeah. I mean, my dad was in Iraq. It's like, shit, I'm sure there's people on the base that you don't even fucking know, really. Yeah, I mean, my dad was in Iraq, and there was shit that happened, you know, north of him or different areas that he didn't know anything about. You know, he didn't know what was going on. Okay, so just just to throw this out there, Kandahar province, where this whole story is set, is somewhere in the neighborhood of 21,000 square miles. Yeah. So it's a big place. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to know everything that's going on there. Um, but also, if you're in another totally different area uh, of of the of this, you know, the country, you know, you're right. not going to, you know, or you you just you're not going to hear everything. Right. 
I mean, if you're in the area, like if you're on base where if you're say you're on this on the same base where this had happened three years before, you're probably going to hear stories about it. But you would have to have been, you know, it's not, hey, I just talked to a guy that was in Afghanistan, you know, after or before or whatever. And, oh, they heard about it. You'd have to be in that area, in that area, probably to have heard anything about it. So a couple I I did have I have a couple of notes that I took from this whole thing. Um, First one that I thought was really interesting was he mentions that they talked to some of the locals and they had knowledge of these giants. They said they lived in caves and they eat people. Yeah. Which would kind of explain all the bones and shit that they found when they went on their uh, rescue mission, basically, and their human bones. So that would explain that. Um. It just it just goes to show that. But also, I mean, well, locals have their have their little things too. I mean, it, it's uh, stories, you know. I mean, they could, you know, either a, yeah, we know for sure that people come up missing, or we've heard that people did come up missing. People have, you know, it could be that they just were out and and they got hurt, injured, or whatever. They fell off a cliff. Something, you know, something happened to them that they just died but not knowing well they have to say hey no this big huge giant these giants ate the person wouldn't it be easier to say a fucking gin got him or something like that maybe i don't know but i mean if you think about it this whole area is the fucking like the hotbed of where all three of the major religions worldwide came from is from this general vicinity of the world so if these things are real, wouldn't you think they'd be there somewhere, possibly? Yeah, and I mean, when you because have because that's the origin story of uh, the the epicenter of the Anunnaki and the Nephilim. Yeah, you know that's that's where they that's where all they came from was in that that area of the world. I mean, yeah, Afghanistan's further west than Iraq. But in Iran, it's further west of Iran. Right. But still, I mean, who's to say that, hey, during whatever, they got pushed to hell out. And, right, exactly. you know, needed to go somewhere. Because, I mean, ancient Sumeria is kind of the southeastern, central, the southeastern area of Iraq. And it kind of goes down into Iran a little bit. But it, in the long run, it's really not that far apart. No. You know, a few thousand miles. Um, and the other thing that I found really interesting was he was talking about, um, he worked at, uh, a detention center near Hadifa dam and he would always heard like some of the prisoners in the lower level saying they didn't want to be down there because there's something evil, evil there. Um, and I kind of was like, because I had heard something of like a fallen angel being locked below the Euphrates river. And I just clicked into a thing. It turns out there was actually four of them. Um, and like, uh, right here, it says uh, revelation 14 says the sixth trumpet angel said to release the four angels who were bound in the Euphrates river. But what if the war did not start? Oh, I'm sorry. So basically in revelations, it says that there's four angels that are bound under the Euphrates river, which is right near that dam. That will be released. Yeah. So, I don't know. 
I mean, do I think that do I think that these guys actually were attacked like attacked by and killed a giant? I think there's a possibility. I mean, we find fucking skeletons of them all around the world that match the same general description size-wise, the number of digits, the rows of teeth. There's got to be something to it. They can't all be fake. Or is it a Yeah, I mean Yeah, it was it was or was it just a different um offshoot of the human evolution? See, that's where I go with it cuz I don't think I mean, yeah, there's definitely credence to the you know, the old religious stories about it, but I think that there was possibly a separate offshoot, like you said, where some people evolved to be this and some people evolved to be this. Yeah. Um, and I watched a thing on History Channel. They were talking about it, talking to a uh, uh, historical geneticist or whatever the fuck he was. He said having five digits is actually a recessive gene. Which, so basically, that would kind of fall into the same category as having a tail. You know? Yeah. So... Is it something that we evolved out of? We didn't need a fifth finger and then a thumb? Like, same reason we didn't need a tail anymore? Or is it different? Well, I mean, probably the same as uh, going from having hair to not having hair. Right. You know, as we evolved and started using more furs or whatever, we, you know, we didn't need that sixth finger to Mm -hmm. do whatever it was or we didn't need that tail to grab a hold of things balance is what the tail would have been for i think yeah we we lost it you know said fuck it we don't need it anymore they're they're scientists saying within the next like 20 to fifty thousand years we're going to evolve out of having uh pinky toes because we just don't need them anymore our feet are going to widen and we're not going to need them probably because i mean at this point i mean what's it used for other than fucking stubbing on stuff in the dark not really much of anything no i know people that I know people that are missing pinky toes that have no issues with balance at all. Don't don't fucking cut off your big toe or break that motherfucker. Yeah, you, you lose your big toe, you're fucked. Yeah. You're it's big. like it's like trying to do things without your thumbs. Did you ever have to do that in high school? No. Like science class, we had to do uh we had to do this thing where we basically tied our thumbs to our pointer fingers mm-hmm. and we had to try to do everyday things that you don't even realize you use your thumb for. Yeah. You had to try to do it without your thumbs to show why you need them, like why we have them through evolution, why we have them and monkeys don't. Something as simple as trying to button your goddamn pants without a thumb. Well, monkeys, ha- they have it, but it's... It's, 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 it's further, further down. down. It's, not, it's not any use, really. No. I mean, try to button your pants. Try to tie your shoes. Try to eat without your thumbs. You don't realize how much you use these sons of bitches. Yeah. Try to here's one. Try to turn a fucking doorknob, like an actual doorknob, not like the lever ones, but like a knob. Uh huh. It's it's not easy. No. So I mean, is this something that these things needed that extra digit? And as we evolved and started getting smaller, as things do as they evolve, mm-hmm. we just lost them. And, and to me, it almost it, it's. I hate to you know, I hate to be that guy, but it telling the size and smell and all this stuff it's kind of to me it's almost like it's um it's 
something like between the human and Sasquatch. Or Sasquatch is between us and, us and them. Us and these. Right. Us and them. I mean, Because everybody always mentions Bigfoot as being the missing link. What if there's another one? Yeah, I mean. You know what I mean? If, On the other side. If they're, you know, they're not as beastly. What if, you know, these Nephilim, per se, were not as beastly as the, uh, as Bigfoot, which was, you know, or is Bigfoot the offshoot of the Nephilim and the humans? You know, did humans and Nephilim intermingle? And they created, boom, that one. Anunnaki and humans created Nephilim. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, who, who it's who knows? Or 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 is it all evolution? Or is it Anunnaki and and well, Anunnaki and uh, and Nephilim? You know, they crossbred and they got the who know? Right. Or is it just evolution? Is it just you know Darwin? You know, survival of the fittest and ev- things ev- evolved over time, and some went down one path. Some went down another. Yeah. And those, some went down one path, died off. You know, you had Cro-Magnon, you had Neanderthal, you had... Denisovans. All all those that just died. Yeah. You had the little small, uh, the hobbits of... Homo florensiensis. The Homo florensiensis of, uh, what was it? uh, uh, Is that... It's on the island island of Florence. It's in uh, Indonesia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that are, were... Like hobbit size, yeah. I mean, they didn't need to be big. <laughs> exactly. You pe- species evolve to their surroundings. It's like having a goldfish. Yeah. You have this little goldfish. If you put it in a regular size little fish bowl, it's going to get so big. If you have this little goldfish and you keep it by itself and you put it in a fifty-gallon fish tank, it's going to be huge. Uh-huh. It's the same with snakes. You get a pet snake, you keep it in a little box, whatever. It's not going to get real big. If you have a pet snake and you let it free roam, you're psychotic, first of all. But they'll get huge. Well, they'll get so big. I mean, they're not anaconda where they're just... They'll, they will get bigger than if you had left them in a smaller enclosure is what I'm getting Maybe. at. Maybe. I am i don't know, but... They they grow to their environment. Sure. Like the, the only place I can really think of where that didn't happen is there is an island in Africa that, again, millions of years ago, this river rerouted itself and it created this little island and it stuck a group of lions and water buffalo in it and instead of becoming smaller like nature would usually intend Mm -hmm. the lions got bigger because they had to evolve to get bigger to take down these water buffalo because there was less of them than the water buffalo yeah so they had they had to get bigger to be able to to hunt well, it's, um, like, it's like the the lions of like, the Sahara or something like that that actually don't aren't like in uh, the grasslands or whatever. They they always stay out in the uh, the desert. Mm-hmm. They're desert lions. Yep. You know, there's a full tribe. There's whatever how many of them, but they don't hunt out in you know, the rugged grasslands or whatever. They're hunting out in the the desert. Yep. Which, I mean, that's kind of uh, something different. But who knows? Maybe that's just all they know. That's how their family was. At one time, there was just it was all grasslands up there. 
Right. And as the grasslands start receding, they evolve to not have to worry about it. Yeah, they just uh, it suits their environment. Well, what you know, with this, with these guys, did they just evolve and it suits their environment? You know, here's another one, another one that we could throw into this category that I think we could do at some other point would be the aquatic ape theory. Where as we evolved, there was an offshoot of humanity that evolved to be more aquatic, basically. And as they went, they would they evolved like a different, like their lungs took different shape, like higher capacity, so they could hold their breath longer underwater. And that's I think that's a lot of the places where you could go into like, are there actually mermaids? Because they've been in the water so long that they have evolved a way to get the oxygen they well, need to survive out of the water. Well, that's essentially where they, they're saying mermaids came from. Right, exactly. But it's it's in, in, instead of the folklore or supernatural element of it, it's more of a scientific take on how it happened. Yeah, it, it's not the out of Africa scenario. It's it's they got stuck because of whatever right. flood or something. And they had to survive. And you have to adapt. If you, you don't adapt, adapt, you die. You have to use the ocean. Well, lungs got bigger. Eventually, they're like, hey, well, we can stay in here. And that would also probably entail, I'm guessing, webbing between fingers and toes to help. Because, I mean, even, like, go down and look at my dogs. One of, like, our golden retriever has webbed toes because that's what they're designed for, being yeah. in the water. Yeah. You know? So, as you evolve, shit changes. So, did, again... Did we evolve from these giants, or is it an offshoot? Uh-huh. You know? It's one of those things where we don't have enough time or enough beer to figure this out right now. No. But we but, can always ask you guys what you think. Yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I mean, I started I started it off uh, On a fucking week. whim. Like, we were out on a ride, and I'm like, hey, are these two things the same? <laughs> yeah, I started it off, I asked a question. Not many people responded to it, but I want to hear more. Yeah. I want to hear people... Uh, you know responses to this i want to hear what you think what is your opinion and if you know if you feel that hey your belief says it's this and that's it that's fine yeah no we're gonna be respectful to everything yeah unless you're like you know you're coming off weird (laughs) yeah definitely (laughs) you know we're gonna we're gonna go shoot it down so yeah i mean i don't know what are your thoughts on it did it happen? Did it? Did this? This actually happen? I uh, and did it? You know, did it happen? Way he said. Was it really this big giant thing, or was it something else? That you know, I've got another theory that I wanted to throw out real quick because they said that this thing was taken off base in a C one thirty and it was never seen again. Yeah, I have an idea as to where that thing ended up. Right, Patterson? Right, Patterson Air Force Base. I even fucking wrote that shit down because I was like, Area 51's old old hat at this point. They don't do shit there. They give fucking tours of that place. Right, Patterson, on the other hand, is like, this is where we're going to put all the cool shit. We got our fucking Indiana Jones hangar over here with all the, you know, the top men on things. Like, Well, that's where the, that's where the original aircraft went to from when it crashed and it did go to uh, Right, Patterson. Right, but... Some of it also went to Area 51 from a different crash. But then again, I mean, you know. Things did happen. Yeah. 
That's so, a whole different story. Yeah. So we, we've been like real fucking monster heavy lately. I mean, we did a three-parter on Mothman. Then we just talked to J.D. Thompson about the werewolf legends in Vermont. Then we just did some giants. So if you guys are cool with it, next week I'm going to get some like true crime shit going. But we ain't talking about serial killers. We're going to go like... Miami in the 80s. Oh, Miami. Oh, Miami. Which explains why I'm already wearing my Hawaiian shirt. Mm. That and it's hot as fuck outside. So I was like, I was out like wrangling chickens with just this on. So we're going to snort some Coke and. Dude, don't fucking tempt me. <laughs> we're going to snort some Coke. We're, we're going to listen to some fucking Kenny Loggins before we get started. Highway to. Dude, okay. So <laughs> speaking of which, totally off topic. My wife and I were on. A road trip to New Hampshire oh, last yeah, weekend. Oh, yeah, by the way, you have to switch your hair around. You have to, you have to put some product in it. I just want to let you know. That. I'm going to get rid of my beard and just do a really sweet fucking mustache. Um, anyway, we were going to New Hampshire, and she she has, like, the full, like, XM Sirius satellite radio package. We landed on a fucking Yacht Rock station. It's literally the best thing I've ever listened to. You're getting, like, fucking Kenny Loggins. You're getting Michael McDonald. It was fucking magic. <laughs> She's like, so what? what is this? I'm like, this is basically, like, the kind of music, like, in the 80s, you'd be, like, dancing on somebody's boat. You'd bump into somebody, you'd be like, hey, I got some coke over there if you want to try it. Yeah, let's fucking party, buddy. It just, like, you know, yeah. Got some White coke. linen suits, fucking loafers with no socks. We're going back to 1986 in Miami. It's going to be fucking rad. Man. <sighs> Think of all yeah. all that coke and all that. This is like some straight up vice like vice city shit too. I have seventy eight pages of a Freedom of Information Act, and then we gotta have our thing from the FBI. We gotta have our uh, big huge sunglasses on, sports coats Damn. with the sleeves rolled up. Damn right. Yeah, I rock. I, I remember the eighties. I want to be Don Johnson. Listen, you mean shit. I know, but. <laughs> Don Johnson was the man. I know. Don Johnson's fucking awesome. Miami Vice. Yeah. So anyway. This is definitely one of those whew. episodes that um, you definitely don't want to hear people let people listen to it because you, they're going to be like, what the hell? What, what are those nutballs talking about? So that's why you go over to Syria. Or you can also just like irritate your super, super religious or super, super anti-religious neighbors with it. Listen, I'm just saying that you don't want to. Irritate them or you know make them. Listen You're in to quarantine. It. Bug everybody. Fuck All them. right, fine. So, but you go over to studio.com and buy a pair of earbuds or headphones if you don't want to have them listen to it. But if you do want them to listen to it, well, guess what? Get that speaker, the Femtio, the Femtio, and uh, you know put the promo code Dark Windows to get to 15 percent off the entire purchase. Yeah, buddy. And you can go over to darkwindowspod.com. You can find links for everything there we've got links for patreon we've got links for threadless we've got links for our facebook instagram and twitter on there and we've also got a link to studio directly so you can just hop right on there jump over find your stuff put it in the cart also we've got a link to our age of radio page where you can go and listen to all of our other goofy bullshit that we've done so far yeah, and uh, because we are coming up on episode 100 very quickly, and if you have iTunes, once we hit episode 100, they start deleting our old episodes out of the library. So if you want to go back and listen to some of our old shit, you're gonna have to do it through there. Yeah. So there. Ha! Take that one. You can also email us th- from there. 
darkwindowspod at gmail.com. Yes. We will respond. Always. Definitely. So. If it's not, if it's not, you know, in person, it's not, you know, back to you in an email, it's going to be out through the show. Right. Or we'll just fucking call your shit out on here. Damn right. We're like, listen here, motherfucker, you emailed the show and you were very polite. We like that. Thank you. <laughs> or you weren't polite and, you know, we respect that. Yeah. Because, you know, that's, that's how we roll. So. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being said, we are going to get out of here. Um, I have to go yes. wax my Pontiac Fiero and make sure that's ready for next weekend. Fuck you. Hey, motherfucker, if I was a drug dealer, I would totally have a center fucking engine car. Listen, mister, I'm going to go wax my... You can go wax your dolphin. No. That's code for jacking it. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> already did? Uh, yeah, I already did that. No. <laughs> I'm going to go wax my Firebird, okay? See, I always figured, like, drug dealers in the 80s for, like, T-top Corvettes and shit. You know? I don't I don't like Corvettes. I don't either. That's why I'm like, I want a fucking Fiero, dude. They look cool as shit. I, yeah. The Fieros were kind of nice. And I want the red one with the black inlays on the doors. Oh, fuck, oh. dude. It's like a poor man's fucking uh, Ferrari. Damn. Yeah. Dude, it's... it's or I'm Listen, just... it's like the fucking Ferrari Testarossa on a budget. Or I'm just going to go get freaking Magnum P.I.'s, you know... Get a Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah, I mean, you, I couldn't. First I of want, all, you can't drive the bitch because it's standard. I don't give a shit. I wanted that motherfucker. So okay? you're gonna hire that midget from the show to drive it for you, Higgins? I'm thinking Fantasy Island had the midget. Yeah, what are you talking about, Higgins? Higgins bought that goddamn car. Fuck Higgins and fuck you. Or I was gonna be was it TJ or whatever it was and fly the goddamn helicopter. No, wasn't he TJ? TJ was. Uh, no, who was the uh, the guy that flew the helicopter? BJ and the Bear. Huh? BJ and the Bear. No. Airwolf, the deaf guy. Ooh, Airwolf. I, How I, are we not talking about fucking Kit in this conversation, man? Oh, man. Mr. fucking Feeney as a car. I know, I wanted Kit too as a kid. I do that shit. I wanted Kit. Car can fucking suck it. Yeah, I, wa- I <gasps> wanted... What? Dun, 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 dun. I got the 18 van. Fuck you. They got all the guns in that. They I, can't hit fuck all with them, but they got the guns. The kit's better because Kit can transform to bulletproof. I don't care. Got a handicapped guy driving it. Fuck it. <laughs> he can drive himself. Don't care. A-team van. Whatever. Anyway, just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. Watch out for those giants. Goodbye.